When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. I'm here in the studio as ever with a very nervous gutman Jack Ball. Hello. He can't, he can't, he can't bring yeah, to speak. And a very nasal Mr. Emotional, Baron Cross, who's passed a late fitness test <laughs> to be here for this podcast. I'm patched up, I couldn't miss it for the world. <laughs> and obviously I am the Snapman David Monday and... We return to our usual feature at the beginning of every podcast, which is to review the week gone by and to also find out who's doing the forfeit. And you can probably sense the joy and relief in my voice because I did the last two forfeits and they were both incredibly brutal. But I can confirm that I am not doing the forfeit this week. It is an actual fact, Mr. Jack Ball. So, Jack, how many points do you get this week? 42. 42. Not a good week for me at all. We're talking about the highs and lows now, are we? Well, Baron, how many points did you get? I think I was 51 or 52. And I was 62, so a comfortable win for myself after several weeks of panic. Which yeah, I should Jack. have pointed out that I informed you whilst we were at Bristol. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. You were probably not doing the forfeit. It's all about Ben Davis. But what about you, Jack? Talk, quickly talk us through those players in your team who have caused this forfeit for you. Well, a car, car crash in uh, Holland was part <laughs> of the blame for for my forfeit. It wasn't just Aguero that was suffering because of that car crash. Um, <laughs> I I brought Vardy in for Aguero. It was between him and Firmino. I don't think he either did too much. Too much. Um, Vardy got two points. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. so there's a small victory, I suppose. <laughs> um, Morata was one of my other strikers. My two differentials between Baron, David and myself also went off injured after 30 minutes. So <laughs> in the space of five days I've, or six days, I've lost two of my three strikers and the is also an injury doubt now as well so I'm on the verge of having a full on breakdown two weeks after using my wild card I was going to say but one slight positive is Decore got a goal in midfield and I was, again I was sat next to you at Bristol on yep. Saturday and you, you were quite worried about that at the that. time yeah that you're, scared you're, me you're that quite, yeah. quite nervous but thankfully for you the rest of my team were quite off a West Brom clean sheet as well which is massive because a lot of people have West Brom defenders I had two so that, that could have swung things but it was all about Sunday for you wasn't it with um, um, so not Sunday I should say Saturday teaching I should say with Morata Coming up after 20 minutes, something it's like that. A couple of weeks now, I've not wanted to make any transfers, and I sort of feel like I'm being forced to make transfers. It's the, uh, the highs and lows, isn't it? Because last week yeah. we were on cloud nine because you put in a really, really good score. It felt like your wild card was coming together, and then one week later, you suddenly <laughs> think you want to tear it all up. Two of your three strikers going out injured I mean, in five days of each other. It's... I mean, we gloat a little bit, me and Barron, obviously having not done the forfeit this week, but you have, we will admit, you've been dreadfully unlucky because at the end of the day, you have to turn, like last week you said, well, do better on fantasy football, and you won't have to do the forfeit, but how can you legislate for Morata coming off? How can you, I mean, Aguero in a car Aguero crash. was lucky in a sense, though, because we heard about it the day before. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that they could have kept that quiet. But, I mean, obviously, um, you had a situation where you didn't want to make any transfers and you then had to. Um, and again, you know, it's now, it's now looking like I'm going to have to get rid of Murata yeah. after the international break and possibly Lukaku. Yeah, he's also got an option. Which made a four point hit, possibly. So yeah. It's not looking good. And I've also got Shalabar on my team that's also injured. So <laughs> I've waited a while, guys. They're probably. absolutely stacking up, aren't they? Yeah, plenty so, of with that in mind, he's been, he's been so nervous all day when I'm going to reveal to you what your forfeit is. And there are several stages to this. Now, the first one, I see you're already neglecting Jack. The first one, I, many of you will know that Jack is a Plymouth Argyle fan. 
and he has to do his forfeit today wearing an Exeter City shirt that we got off our colleague Stuart James. So Jack, if you could... Has he washed it? He has washed it, yeah. yeah we did make sure he washed the it. The stench of Exeter. So, and then the rest are all over here. So, stage one huh. are some crackers. Jesus, how much stuff have you bought? Stage two are our good friend the chilli. I'm so pleased it's not me this week, but I love it. And there are two penalty forfeits, but they may only happen if you do badly. Is this enough time to point out how OCD I am about things being on plates that I've not washed myself and cups that I've not washed myself? Does that make it even harder for me, I think? We're saving that your OCD for a future forfeit. <laughs> right, so there's several stages to this and put penalties as well. So you've got four crackers here and a chilli and a cup of Coke, right? So what you have to do is you have to get through those four crackers and the chilli and all of that coke, which is notorious, by the way, for making chilies worse, in two and a half minutes. Now, if you can't do that, we add an extra chilli, which is there. Oh, that's a beefy one as well. <laughs> so are you ready? Now what's the other one? Oh, the other one is um, just there. Yeah, it's another chilli. It's, it's, it's a reserved chilli if we need it. <laughs> <laughs> if we're feeling a bit mean at the end, we might make you do that one. So, just to recap, four crackers, notoriously difficult to eat quickly. Chilies, notoriously hot. Coke, notorious for making chilies worse. It's also worth pointing out that I was so kind to give you a glass of milk with your chilli. You, I was actually going to get some milk, but I forgot, so apologies. So, Jack, are you ready to go? We'll get our timer ready. You've got two and a half minutes from now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, well, Jack's getting involved with that. Ben, would you like to talk us through your highlight of the week? Yes, uh, I don't have my team to hand, uh, but off the top of my head, I think the obvious highlight was uh, was Harry Kane. So um, I know that a lot of people were jumping on the Romelu Lukaku bandwagon last weekend and felt that Lukaku would put Palace to the sword and um, and be the big captain pick. And uh, I backed Harry again after he did so well against West Ham. Item reservations, but um, I'm a bit of a stickler for sort of following my, my own little rules, and I tend to go with whoever's had the best form. So Harry Kane's form was technically better than Lukaku's, and it paid off for me because he scored twice and oh, quite yeah. early on. So um, big, big relief. Um, low light, off the top of my head, was probably um, well, it's a toss-up between Ali and Mkhitaryan. Oh yeah, I mean, both blank, didn't they? Mkhitaryan is quite painful at the moment. He's certainly um, on the way out, I think. Um, just to, just to break in, you've got sorry. 90 seconds left, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, no, we'll, we'll, carry, we'll carry on, carry on, Barry. Just wanted to warn him, he's got 90 seconds left. Yeah, I think I think Mkhitaryan, simply because it was at home to Palace and he's he's fairly uh, costly asset. Uh, I would have liked one or two more clean sheets as well, but um, yeah, in the interest of time, Mkhitaryan <laughs> is the, the low light. Speaking of the time. Oh, We've got, got a minute now, so... But actually, you could probably... You could, yeah, get, get them all in, get them all in. Oh, how dry is your mouth right now? Oh. <laughs> He's literally spitting sawdust to start dry. <laughs> oh. uh, as, for, as for myself, I probably all know where, where I'm going with this. Ben Davis obviously did fantastic for me this week. Got himself another goal. I think it's the second of the year, his third assist. A great stat for Ben Davis is the fact that only... Um, Aguero and Lukaku have more points than him this season, so he's done very, I very well. He was a top scoring player across the game. Yeah, oh, uh, he's, he's just Aguero and Lukaku are just above him, so oh, he's, third. he's third. Yeah, okay. so he's in the top three, which is which is great if you've had him the whole season. So I'm very happy with him. Um, nobody has more double-figure points hauls than him this season. Yeah, I saw in there. Uh, and then the other thing is that 
if, if you're thinking about getting him in, he's still 5'9", so if you don't have him already, he is still cheaper than the rest of that back line. I think it's too late. Um, I think if you haven't got Ben Davis, there's just no point because of the fixtures. They've got Real Madrid back-to-back. Danny Rose is supposed to be getting close. You're now going to be paying out for him, and you've missed the price yeah. rises. I just... We are reaching the end of the... Spurs' Premier League fixtures aren't great after Bournemouth. We should just clarify that Jack has expired at the time, so we will have to do the second chill. Excellent. We'll get onto that in a sec. Um, if you do... if you, As you say, it is a little bit late. I will grant that. Uh, but it's worth noting that actually his average position against Huddersfield was actually in the same region of uh, distance to the Huddersfield goal as Ellie and, Eric- uh, Ali and, and Ericsson, I should say. Which is quite interesting because a lot of people... Which one's he going for first? Oh, he's got two crackers left. Well, the crackers have got to be given up on that. You give, you've given up on the crackers? I'm not going to do it in time. The time's gone. Does that then mean your third chili comes into play? How many violations have we allowed? Well, you didn't say that. No, he is right. We, we have to... Bearing in mind what I explained, he is right. He has played the game very well. Leave the crackers, go for the two chilies, and then the coke. Because, as you say... As you say no, 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 no. It's in chilies oh, have to be pre-coked. Chilies yeah. First. yeah, chilies have to be pre-coked. Here we go. This is the bit we all came for. So the crackers, just to point out, uh, oh, that was a lovely noise. Ironically, this could be quite good for my cold. Oh, oh, it's, worth, oh. it's worth pointing out the crackers. The reason we went for the crackers is because they notoriously dry your mouth out, which makes the chili a little bit worse. Heat come like, through. Exactly, because you haven't got any saliva just to kind of lubricate your mouth. He's actually, I have to admit, he is doing a good job of not whimpering. I mean, the, the, the great thing about when we did the, the email you sent around, you were kind of panicking around the laptop going, oh, I can't, I can't send it, I can't send it. But you've been a bit more of a man about this one, so we will, we will put that in your credit. Um, but yeah, just going back to the discussion of Spurs players, a lot of people have been disappointed with Ali and Eriksson. So, you know, Kieran Trippi is another one worth looking at as well. I mean, the, the great thing about Spurs defenders is the playing with five at the back is the fact that those fullbacks are bombing forward. Do you know, I think he's going to be rotated with Aurier, though? I mean that is the, that's the caveat I suppose. So, you know, maybe if if we if you can get into a situation where we can work out maybe if Poch uses one more or less in the league and more or less in the Champions League, it's a little bit too soon to tell. But it is just worth noting that with a lot of people a little bit frustrated with the way that Ali and Eriksson haven't quite done as well as as expected. Absolutely right. Yeah. Ooh. Very frustrating. Yeah. Um, as for Alola, I think the West Brom defence being uh, breached was was the worst for me. Um, just because home against Watford, I think we just haven't realised just how. Oh, is he going? There's another one to go. There is still another one to go. And that coke. <laughs> I think I'm only just starting to realise how brutal this was. Uh, I'm actually almost starting to feel sorry for him. Bringing a tear to my eyes, what? Well? No, not really. Bringing a tear to my eyes. <laughs> I apologise for this. That's fine. We'll, we'll tick the parental advisory box on Audio Boom, of course. Um, Going forward then, obviously, we talked a bit about injury, and me and Baron, we don't have Morata in our team. No. And with that injury, I mean, personally, I think it's great news for me, because it just holds his price a little bit. He may come back. Baron's getting ready to not watch. Yeah, I think um, it's ironic, wasn't it, given sort of this time yeah, last week we were panicking about these six different striking options, and then... Um, Rather cruelly, we sort of quite happy when we saw Aguero oh, broken yeah. his ribs because it's then took it down to five options. Then Morata takes it down to four options. Azus, you can include and make it five. Uh, Vardy's now an injury doubt. Uh, Lacazette yep. didn't score at home, so yeah. now you're sort of going back down to those those two that mean you already have. So it may well end up that you and I had the best options throughout, and we've obviously now yeah. got the benefit of these price rises. So uh, it, as bad as it was for Jack, it was very good for us. Oh yeah, I mean that. I, I, like we said before, I mean, there was a lot of luck in that. I think in those six strikers, we knew that there was 
that most of the combinations would probably work in and of themselves. Maybe a few would allow better midfield options. But, you know, we, me and you in particular have been very lucky in the fact that we've um, not had any injuries. I would just like to point out, I think we're both quite proud of the fact that because we've had Kane since the start of the season, um, we're, I, I think we're in a stronger position going forward. Like we always said the whole time, if he's worth that much, that much money, if you've built your team around him from the start, then it means your team around him, mm-hmm. now that he is performing, is doing better because you've built it with him in mind. A lot of people are just panicking now, and, and almost quite rightly, because Kane clearly is now in the form we thought oh, he would be. I think he's at that level now where he's essential, and you kind of have to break your team to get him in. Yeah, That's exactly. I think a lot of wildcards will be based around him now. Yeah, I mean, wildcards, it may trigger that. Those who aren't using the wildcard, a lot of people are taking. We're going to have to take a four-point yeah. hit to free up some money. You would imagine the majority of of the people would have to do that so I mean in many ways I'm quite happy with that myself uh, I mean is he 12-8 now? he's no 12-7 so if, when if, did you check that? Uh, that was that was uh, <coughs> so I thought he was 12-8 yesterday no no he's gone up to 12-7 so uh, again handy for us again if oh is that the car could sell over Yes, that's what yeah, yeah. It, it's, ha- it's handy for us if Kane gets injured over the international break because we now will sell him for an extra point more Profit, which is yeah. quite nice so yeah um, how are you getting on with that forfeit Jack? might I right. get some water? Um, yes, yes, yeah, you can get some water, that's fine. Because water oh, isn't... Can you get... Oh, you can't see <laughs> That's true. Um, let's talk briefly about, trying not to let the door slam, let's talk briefly, Baron, about Chancellor and Bemba. Um, uh, we don't have the uh, noise with us this week, unfortunately, but uh, a little bit of disappointment on that one, Baron. <coughs> he doesn't deserve the noise. No. <laughs> um, the, the reports in the Chronicle up in Newcastle suggest that um, he's not injured, he was just dropped from the 18, so it's a bit of a shame, but um, Benitez knows better than we do. He didn't, he didn't start the season, so he clearly wasn't in the original sort of first choice four, he was thrown in because of injuries, but now uh, Manquillo and Yedlin are both fit, and it would appear that uh, Bemba... Who is conventionally a centre back? Isn't yeah. going to be needing to fill in at left back anymore? So um, it's a difficult one. I mean, it's 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 one of those sort of smaller fires in the squad. I mean, I've got yeah. a member. Uh, I mean, no rush to get him out because he's only worth four million. There's not many other options, and I don't mind him sort of sitting on the bench here and there. So it's a shame for us, and the novelty factor. I mean, he may well come back at some stage, but um, yeah, a bit of a shame he didn't didn't play uh, didn't finger at all. Wasn't he on the bench? No, I mean. I think the key is obviously Clark has now moved back to centre back from the full back position, is that right? And no, obviously and Bemba, and Bemba was left back. Oh, that's, so oh, Clark and right, ourselves yeah. have always been in the middle. That's right. You've had Yedlin moving at right back for Brighton, and now Mankio, who was playing right back, has now replaced Bemba at left back. Mankio is more conventional full back, so um, you know, trust in Benitez. It was another good result for us. Shelby looks good. Shelby <laughs> yeah, he had a good game, didn't he? Especially against yeah. his old club. Very, very good. Going up for that. But obviously, the disappointing thing about Mbemba, of course, is that he's. More of a question mark over him now, but of course, Possibly, yeah. he, you mentioned that he's a small fire. That's very the key small, thing is yeah, that he is worth four million. I think you you were always aware of the caveat that he wasn't in the first team when everyone's fit when yeah, you signed exactly. him. But if it is just four million, then at the end of the day, it's not as disappointing because you're not wasting million, as much money. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we have. Um, Briefly, just looked at a couple of other four million defenders with Mbemba, possibly not on the way out, but perhaps maybe on the way out of being an FPL asset for the time being. Yes. Um, three options who could be worth looking at, although again, nowhere near as assured of starts no. as Mbemba was at the start of the season. But uh, so Adrian Mariapa, we've just played again, a couple of times, played again. Interesting. Um, Watford aren't particularly known for their clean sheets, but I mean, again, if you're wild carding and you need someone who's four million who's going to play, just play as well. Then you, you know, because if you think about it, I think Twan Zibi is three nine, Angel Rangel is three nine, but neither of them are going to play. Right. So if Mariapa's going to play, that's an extra two points if you need him. Um, Jesus uh, James, I think I pronounced that correctly, or Jesus Games. If yes, you he's, um, he's at Newcastle as well. 
Yeah, he's um, he's dropped out. He dropped out of the bench for the Brighton game and didn't appear um, against Liverpool either. So he's probably one I'd, I'd couple with and Bemba. So watch that with interest. But I think mm. he's going to be a bench option. Oh yeah, and then the other one is, uh, is Liam Rosini. I mean, again, he's only played 90 minutes once. So I mean, we've got to admit the options are not great. Oh, bear. But very, very um, bear. you know, it's worth just sort of just being aware of who has played. Watch out for injuries in Newcastle again. Watch out for injuries at the back at Watford. Absolutely. And watch out for injuries at the back with with Brighton as well. So uh, moving on then, it's. It's an international break. Um, we've got we've got ourselves another one, but there are still plenty of talking points. We've kind of alluded to the injuries already. Um, with the international break this time, a little bit different though, because a lot of teams have already qualified for the World Cup. Some teams are basically already there. The, a lot of the big players aren't really going to be testing themselves too much. Um, Harry Kane, for example, you know, if he if he wasn't to play for England or if he was only to play one game for England, it's not going to be a massive surprise. Plenty of other options available yeah. for England, and you know they're nearly there. Um, we haven't really talked about Lukaku, so let's talk about him now. We've talked about Morata's injury being sort of frustrating. With Lukaku, um, we're not really sure what's going on no with him. No fracture and no break. Yeah. So he's, um, I, I, after, after reading your report on the Plymouth Tower website earlier, I followed it up and looked at a few tweets from the Belgian camp. Our good friend Ben Dinnery, he's not my friend at all, I don't know why I've just called him that. <laughs> uh, a, good, Very a, good, a, good, a good source on Twitter, Ben Dinnery, and um, I think the, the, the quotes are, the MRI found no fracture and no break, so... Um, Watch it with interest, but I would not be surprised if it's Jose just asking him to sort of entirely oh, let's just take it easy on Romelu during the international break. But he's quite a robust man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the interesting thing is that he came into the Palace game allegedly with a knock. Oh, that was a nervous hour. It was, yeah. We were worried he wasn't going to play, which would have been great for me because I'd vice captain Kane, so I would have got some points. But I mean, the great thing about Lukaku is that he, he started anyway. Mourinho played a lot of mind games in that in that particular lineup. People who uh, got rid of Phil Jones for Eric Bailly would have been a bit upset because Phil Jones was allegedly not going to play. Yes. He then did play and Bailly dropped to the bench. But yeah, with Lukaku, he came in. He didn't really look too sharp and it looked like he wasn't really in. He missed a sitter, but he did eventually get his standard one goal, as he always seems to get. And then apparently this injury with Belgium was picked up in that game. In that so, game, yeah. you know, this injury isn't isn't even anything to do with the one that he had coming in, into that game. So, I mean, again, I think that just shows how robust he is because he finished the game and he Absolutely. scored, and, you know. So, um, but it's definitely worth watching. I mean, the, the problem with Belgium is that we just, a lot of unknowns uh, because they have already qualified for the World Cup. So it, it kind of, it begs the question, you know, what are they going to do for those two games? Um, are they going to just put out the kids, so to speak, and, and maybe get a few people extra game time, or they might want to try and use both of those games to sort out their first team, and yeah. you know, if they can beat... Lukaku strikes him as quite a proud and sort of ambitious man, and, he, and he, I think he's the kind of guy who wants to chase records in his career. You could see how hungry he was in the Champions League game that United had last week, and I felt as though he's in that main of form now where he's in a team where he knows he's going to bully defences, and he just wants to just keep smashing goals oh, yeah. in. And I don't know what the Belgium stats are, but I'm sure the Belgium all-time goalscoring record, if it's not already his, must be oh, yeah. well under threat, given that he's been playing since the age of 16 or 17. So he's the type of guy I think who would always play if he want if if it was his choice. So um, it depends sort of how many conversations Martinez and uh, Ferguson Mourinho have, uh, have had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I think the thing with international break is always that. Um, question at the back of your mind of how genuine is this injury yes. as you've already alluded to Absolutely, because yeah. you get these situations where um, you know the national team know it's in their best interest to keep the club manager on side just going to have some more water we'd just like to apologise to listeners this is taking a lot longer than we expected but we're happy to let him have all the time he needs um, yeah obviously with with international break you know it's, it's in the best, I say, best interest of Belgium to keep the club manager on side and if they've already qualified for the World Cup what can they stand to lose and yes. let's not forget that waiting in the wings of Belgium is Michi Batshuayi Man, Michi <laughs> perpetual nearly man yeah 
I mean, but we, and I'd love to talk about him as well because we've already alluded to Morata and I have already looked at getting Batshuayi oh, in really? my team for the next couple of weeks if Morata's injury is as bad as yeah. is suggested. Um, of course, the flip side is don't do it just yet because if Lukaku's not going to play for Belgium, Batshuayi can play and get injured himself. Yes. Um, but, I mean, have you particularly considered Batshuayi? We've talked about Chelsea. No, I think, um, yeah, I absolutely agree with you, mate. Chelsea is... Um, I think we've all we're all we discussed it before the Chelsea City game, and that that was a nice little week off for us to think about the Chelsea City dilemma and um, the fixture swing now, and uh, the Champions League games don't get any easier either. So it is a really really difficult one to weigh up, and the, the prospect of Eden Hazard is sort of rearing his head now. Another Belgian player, um, yep. sort of in the background now. He obviously started against City, didn't finish the match. We're going to see how he goes in the international break. See how he gets on at Palace. I mean, it's. It's it's very very difficult. I can't work Conte out yet <laughs> because he's already said that you know he he regrets playing Morata three times in seven days as he did because he gets injured yeah. as he did. So yeah. are we now going to have question marks over Morata long term because if they've got these Champions League games coming up, I don't I don't I can't think who they're playing. I know that um, City have got Napoli and Spurs have got Madrid. Roma next. Roma. So two you know, two fairly decent Champions League games that they'll need to be full strength at, and you could easily see in true FPL fashion that team sheet coming out. We found out that Morata's been rested. Yeah. Because Palace is deemed an easy enough fixture to throw Batshuayi in and still win. Yeah. So it, yeah, the Chelsea, the Chelsea is, is is a big dilemma, especially when you're looking at the likes of Mkhitaryan and Ali, who are now sort of fading and sort of ready to be moved out of the sides. It's very very difficult, and um, Hazard's very very tempting, uh, as is David Silver at City. Yeah, lots of options out there. Of course, obviously the international break is a tricky time because lots of things up in the air. We always like to talk about. Uh, who in particular has games that may affect FPL? Um, our good friend FPL Holly has done her usual research into which players say are in danger of being rested for game week eight, but certainly play international fixtures close to their Premier League games uh, uh, in terms of date, but are going to be thousands of miles away on the other side of the world. And it's as you can imagine, it's the people in Asia and South America again. So uh, on Tuesday, the 10th of October. Uh, Colombia, Ecuador, Argentina, Brazil, and Chile are all in action. Argentina and Chile, in, and, and and Chile in particular, have very very big fixtures because Chile. they both, <laughs> yeah, speaking of Chile, uh, they both are possibly on the brink of not qualifying for the World Cup. I really? think they're both they're both vying for effectively a uh, uh, playoff spot. Okay. Uh, to then play one of the, it's again, I think it's New Zealand or yes, possibly right. Sudan or. No, Syria, I should say. It, it would be an easy fixture, but to get to that fixture is going to be quite difficult. I think Chelsea's the only fixture, isn't it, against Palace? Yes, yes exactly. Off, so it's even less time to get ready. Yeah, so the players that could be potentially affected, and I think we've all got players in this list who we, we, we at least looked at. So Antonio Valencia obviously would be in action for Ecuador. Uh, Otamendi uh, in action for Argentina. Sanchez uh, with Chile. Jesus with Brazil. Edison, uh, Willian, Coutinho, Coutinho and Firmino, I should say. All in action with Brazil as yeah. well. Brazil, I mean, again, Brazil, we talked about Belgium. Brazil are also in a situation where they have already qualified for the World Cup. And actually, um, you know, the way that their qualification works, they don't, it doesn't matter where you finish, you know, you are, they've qualified now. Yeah. But again, a lot, of, a lot of attacking players in that team, and I imagine the Brazil boss is probably going to try and work out what his best team is, and that is possibly probably going to involve all of those players Firmino, Coutinho, Willian. And Jesus, all four, big four attacking players, who I would imagine will probably get a fair bit of game time. Obviously, you get pre, you get some friendlies up to the World Cup next year, but you know when these players are fit during their prime during the season, it's, it is going to be entirely plausible that they will get plenty of game time. So, you know, I mean, we've talked about transfers at this time before. I know that um, Baron, you share my 
um, bugbear for fantasy managers who make their transfers in the lead up to the international break. I'm assuming you've not made any at this stage. No, no, mate. I think um, uh, if if say I'd been in Jack's situation, like say if it was it was Kane and Lukaku who'd been crocked um, like before and during yeah. the game week, and uh, let's say Valencia didn't recover from his knock or um, perhaps there was somebody else I wanted to get rid of, then I might have considered the wild card. As we were just saying, ironically, it's almost played into our hands again now, and that there's actually fewer transfers. I, I don't really need to think about my strikers anymore because I've got Kane Lukaku. I'm going to stick with Abraham's my third guy. He's got good fixtures. It's going to be a big stretch for me to get up to a Jesus. Um, Vardy is an option, but I've still got to generate three million to get yeah. from Abraham to Vardy. So I think um, I, I would have considered wild card. I'm not going to because thankfully I haven't got too many fires to put out. So I'm probably looking at two. Or, I've got two free transfers, so I'll look at two or three to move the team around a bit. But um, yeah, like you just said, I mean that won't be until mid to end of next week. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, in, in some ways it's handy because there is a little bit of fluctuation, but you do normally get this week long period where nothing generally happens, which is nice. But obviously we've seen over the last couple of. I mean, Ben Davis has gone up in price. Harry Kane's gone up in price. Alvaro Morata could go down in price tonight, so recording I'm on Tuesday. Yeah. So if you listen to this on Wednesday, may have already gone down, so definitely worth checking that. Um, Jack, are you able to talk yet? Can we ask you questions yet? I'm so close to being sick. So, so would it be sensible to talk to you or not? Yeah, no, you can. We can talk to you. So, Morata, we've been talking about it today. Um, just to clarify, Jack is still two-thirds of the way through. Uh, he's still got a bit of coke to have. And I'm going to be nice, because I, I actually did not think that it would be this brutal. I do apologise. He has a little bit of chilli left, but in the interest of him trying to kill me or something then just the coke is left for you you don't have to worry about the chilli your, your question then is Morata what are you planning on doing about his value in the sense that he could devalue for, for you this week uh, obviously you know he's probably not going to be involved for Crystal Palace although he has tweeted today that he is striving to be ready but of Ooh. course you know of course you know you, you can never read too much into that I mean it's hard to tell until we get a proper Chelsea doctor um, opinion I would say but you know unlikely to be involved against Palace but could go down but then obviously the caveat is whoever you bring in could get injured as well so what are your plans there? I don't plan to do anything until um, after the international break and I'll, I'll, I'll judge again my mouth is really on fire. <laughs> I was waiting for a little bit more yeah, of an answer. I genuinely, you know, when that's, you know when you get to that stage where you, when you swallow, you feel like you might be sick. So I'm at that stage. I think, yeah, I think we might just have to carefully manage you now. Do you think you're going to be fit to uh, watch Argyle Vieta tonight? I hope so. You hope so. You hope to see Argyle do the, you know, do their best in the Checker Trade Trophy. Yeah, well, that's 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 another discussion for another time. So yeah, so I mean, Morata, obviously there are people. I think you're in a situation where because you bought him at ten one. He's currently 10-4. I think if he goes down in value tonight, I think that won't affect you. The reason I ask, of course, is because there are a few people who've got in contact who've had him since the beginning of the season. So he's at 10 million for them. 10-4 is what he's at now, which means if he goes down, if he goes down to 10-3, if he goes down 10-3 tonight, then they lose that extra 1 million to sell him. So it is a, it is a debate worth having. Personally, I think I would leave it because I think that if he is so many variables, so many exactly. There's just not enough data. It to does count, help with an international break because it gives if, if he's out for. About four, five, six weeks. At least there's two weeks of, of, of the season that that doesn't really include in his injury, does it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it is timed relatively well, as, as as well as injuries could be timed. Um, so that moves us on to our questions then. Um, slightly different this week. International break. We're going to answer the serious questions from the community next week. We're just going to take a quick question from our question oh, no. box. 
So there is actually some uh, some hot sauce in here which I actually forgot to deploy. So I will have to remove that. But I'm almost glad I didn't deploy it because I think you probably would have definitely. Hot sauce as well. Oh god, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. we did. It's going to get to do a whole bloody so bottle of chili. between sauce. the chili and that, you had to you had to drink oh, some tobacco sauce. Yeah, that would have been savage. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm about to die. We'll, we'll save that for another time. So. It's yeah. just, it's just, these four just stepped up holding on the level, haven't they? Well, I mean, actually, while you're just pulling that out of the box, I would just like to clarify, I'm not normally the kind of person that puts this kind of challenge on a person, but... It's just the last two weeks it was The last savage. two weeks have been savage, and I felt like I needed to respond in kind. And if Baron had won, for example, then I probably wouldn't have been so savage, because I just felt like there was a bit of a, you know, a bit of beef, or a bit of chilli between me and Jack that this needed to be resolved. And I would just like to say... I think between me and Jack, I think, can we at least draw a line under chilies? Because we don't want to look like we're being really kind of uninventive. What I will say, whilst Jack can't speak, is that if Baron does end up with a forfeit at some point, we can't rule out a chili challenge, bearing in mind that me and Jack have already done three and three. But, you know, hey, that's, that's for another podcast. So, Jack, what question have you pulled out of the question box this week? I'm not sure I can read it. <laughs> if you could live in any football ground, which one would it be? It's quite a good question. You have to actually live there. If I was living in Home Park, there's a nice little house in the corner, which would, which would be, sure, yeah. be quite nice. But um, Old Trafford, um, I do like Manchester United. I could just sneak out to watch the games. There's a lot of good facilities around there. Manchester, I quite like to do Manchester. So, so mainly yeah, to do with the quality of football on show, or because it would be a nice stadium or a bit of both? A bit of both, nice area. Manchester's got a lot going for it, I think. So all so round, good team play there. That's true, yeah, yeah, very much, and you can keep an eye on Romelu Lukaku whilst he's uh, scoring goals or not scoring goals through Hansi team. And I can give people the idea which one injuries angle. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you terrified about Harry Kane? Because you haven't touched upon the other, because you're, you, you're effectively lost the, the challenge because I had Kat Kane and you didn't. It's, it's, very good question. I could afford Kane. I know we talked about Kane, I've got, I've got, I've got like three, three points something in the bank. Oh, okay, so in the ground, last minute Kane. you should be able to switch. I could get him, but... I'm at the stage now where I need to get differentials and me getting Kane, it might make me fall further behind but it definitely won't catch me up to you. And that's, that's the biggest thing about both Aguero and Morata being injured. Is it's not the fact that my team's weakened, it's the fact that two players that you two don't have, yeah. I now don't have. And yeah. So whoever I get, the likelihood is one of you is going to have him. So that's the hardest thing. I mean, if I was in your position, I'd happily, and didn't have Kane, I'd happily get Kane because people have to try and catch up to you, yeah. you know what I mean? But I've got to do the catching up. Are you looking at the likes of Sanchez and Coutinho yeah. and because they're the differentials that could deliver big hauls? No, was no, that too, that's no, too no I'm not looking at midfielders too much. I'm happy with the midfield I've got. I mean, the Corey scored yeah. at the weekend. Salah, he's, he is good enough to get goals. I've got Ericsson who, again, will get goals throughout the season. So no, I don't, I don't think I'll take the midfield. Is Ericsson under threat or is Ericsson going to stay for a bit? Not yet, I'll stay for a bit. I mean, I think... Oh, the, what I'm trying to do is think of the course of the season, and I think in the yeah. past, in past seasons, I think we've all done it. We've all been guilty of chopping and changing our team too much. Well, actually, yeah. if you left the team, possibly if you brought it in at the very start, yeah. over the course of the whole season, you might have been higher than you finished in. So trying to read the game can actually work against That's you. The benefit of us not dropping Kane. Yeah, absolutely. The first side of trouble. If, yeah, if, if you dropped him at the end of August, the first yeah. international price, you would have different. you would be a lot lower than you are. So. Yeah, he's he's definitely pulled us up. And it's still you. worth praising Baron a little bit. I mean, you had a torrid season last year, but you're still worth. I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, least, I think I'm just having one of those. If I can just keep my head above average each week. I should dodge forfeit and uh, drop. <laughs> I think you've much. only been below average once. I think that was game week four, which is when you did the consistency is key. So I mean, yeah. I think as you as sort of you got, I mean, Dave, you've challenged a lot more than I have in the past, and you and Andy have sort of Andy's the guys not on the podcast we work with, and uh, you guys have always said that if yeah, captain picks over the long term, captain picks tends to what what does it for you? Yeah, absolutely. So for instance, getting K right on Saturday was a massive, massive boost for me. Yeah, because I mean, 
as you as we said before the match kicked off, if you if you go against the grain with your captain, you are terrified. Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, it's going to be tough, and there's a tough fixture one coming up for Spurs and uh, United now. So um, it's a blessing and a curse that Morata and Aguero are available, because at least with those two, you knew if you went for them, they had the fixtures and they had the caliber. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas with yeah. City and Chelsea now, there is. I mean, Jesus is an option, of course, and Hazard maybe. Possibly back try as well. Yeah, so I mean, it's it, but there's still question marks over them. Whereas you knew with Morata and Aguero, if they played, you were going to get points out of them. So it's a blessing on the curse. Obviously. That's the thing. I think my last two weeks just shows perfectly the ups and downs of football. <laughs> man, you know, fancy football management doesn't yeah, it really. Absolutely. The, the low highs are quickly taken away. Absolutely. Baron, your question from yes, the box. Uh, who is your favourite author? Um, Wow, actually quite quite straightforward. My um, my name for for those uh, those people who don't know is it is from a book called The Silmarillion, which is from J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth universe, so Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, that kind of thing. So I kind of I'm obliged to say J.R.R. Tolkien, <laughs> I think, given that he was the author of my name. So um, I'll say Tolkien. After me, I, I want to apologise again for these questions because I went through there's like there's like a hundred in there, and I would I think the, the balance between football related questions and non football related questions is honestly like ninety ten. <laughs> And yet every week we ha- we have minimum like maximum one football question because my question is also nothing to do with football. Is if you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what it w- what would it be? Not chili. So what? If I was Harry Kane, goals. That's yes, what I eat. Favorite yeah. meal. Um, for myself, um, I do I do love. It's going to sound weird in Peru where I've been for I went there for a month. I was about five years ago. You they have quiet. Yeah. Well, nice. Well, yeah. That's where I got my cheap knockoff Uruguay shirt. So um, yeah. Um, basically, yeah. So there, they have this weird combination of chips and rice together, which sounds yeah. like a bit of a carb overload. But mm. they have this thing called a trucker's breakfast, which is like a Peruvian equivalent of like our cooked breakfast in the oh. sense of it's what you have if you're like match day, for example, yeah. or if you're if you're looking for like a cooked breakfast in a in a restaurant, and it's a combination of some fried chicken, chips with some rice that's kind of got uh, like a bit of tomato and kind of like peppers and onions yeah. in it. Um, bit of mayo on the side. It's it, it's like a combination of everything I love in British cuisine that never seems to c- come together on the same plate. But in Peru, it does. That sounds like my Nando's order. <laughs> Chips, spicy. It is, it is quite similar. I have to admit, now that I think about it, it is quite Nando's like. But I don't know. The way they did it was was very nice. And as I said, if you do ever think about going to Peru, they do some great football shirts out there because a lot of the South American teams produce their football shirts out there. And my Uruguay shirt, which I got around the time of the 2010 World Cup, when Uruguay fever was sweeping everywhere, Suarez. everybody we wanted to handball it like Suarez. Everybody wanted to have Halo Diego Paul and I managed to pick up a Uruguay shirt that was actually a real one, but it had a missed stitch. We got that for £7 or whatever. That's very good. Yeah, it was something like 12 50 in whatever their currency is, can't remember, but yeah. But anyway, we, we digress a little bit. Um, we're going to end this week. I've decided to bring out a new sort of little feature. I realised that what, my name is the stat man. I realised last couple of weeks I've been so emotional about my forfeit that I've kind of forgotten to really actually get some stats. I want to bring in this stat of the week, something that I found quite interesting and quite funny. Um, this week it's about Alvaro Morata. We've talked about who people have sold him for. Fantasy Football Fix have done a bit of an analysis and they've shown who the most popular people are who um, Morata has been sold for. Jesus is the most popular, which doesn't surprise me massively because Kane and Lukaku, they kind of were bought last week. <coughs> what, I would, what we'd love to point out is the fact that of all the people who sold Morata, 0.3% of the people who did that bought Aguero. No, I can't. I can't think why. That 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 time all the cricket noise you need to insert there because that is what. That's strange. Absolutely isn't it? ridiculous. I mean, you get some people who do those. You know, when they put their fantasy team together and they triple captain Fellaini, like that's been on Landbible today, which is just clearly a, a cry for attention. But 
But people people don't really notice this unless you know people going and out. If, if you're out there and you've bought Aguero for Morata, either quit the game or. Well, I don't know. I can't think of any other alternative. I mean, what are you doing? FBL. Like, I think Aguero and is clearly more injured than Morata. He's, he, he he broke his rib in a car crash, and he's not going to be And he's more expensive. Time. And he's more expensive, absolutely. So you've wasted money on a yeah. player who's not even going to play. But hey, I'm, I'm if you're one of those people, get in touch and let us know why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're if you're one of those people, please let us know so we can you know maybe get you on next week's podcast so you can talk about it because we won't have any football to review. So anyway, that brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode. Slightly different in terms of what we're going to have on the website. We'll have. Um, a little bit of review of the international break. We're going to track who gets injured. Uh, we will, won't have any, you know, who to buy this week. That's that's no for the week after. And there won't be any forfeits yes. on next week. So if any of you've got any interesting ideas of things you'd like us to do next week, then get in touch. Bob and so Jack, just a quick to sign us off. How are you feeling? That is harder than I thought it would be. Uh, I, I, I feel a bit bad for giving you chili now, but I did give you milk and only one. Yeah, I mean, I was going to give the you the fact that you brought out Tabasco sauce after <laughs> me struggling to eat I two chilies. I knew there was I, forgot, I had forgotten about that. There's, there's, there's hardcore, and then there's David Monday. I would just like to point out that I did not expect this to be so horrible. I would like to point that out, and it's worth pointing out: two crackers not eaten, bits of chili on the plate full not eaten, and a full mug of coke, which we're not going to be this harsh. But then, then it also might be worth pointing out. I didn't think it's appropriate because we are in our MD's office to throw up all over his couch. Acidic chili stick. Yeah, that would be pretty terrible. Right, well, so I'm glad you're feeling a bit better. I feel a little bit bad, but I don't feel better. Bad. Yeah. My stomach's doing good. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell you what, on that, fl- on that flipping note, we'll see you next week. Ben jij prijsbewust? Nu extra MB's bij Mijn Sim Only. Voor 12,50 per maand, onbeperkte minuten of sms'jes en 3500 MB 4G internet tijdens de Ben Prijsbewust Weken. Kijk op ben.nl.